Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Okay, I think you want to try to do it as wide as possible. Well, I would imagine, but you know, just get I those extra inches, you know. I'm not from the Finger Lakes. Oh my oh, God! Hello, coffee mates. Welcome to Sports, a podcast that ends with a question mark, starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. And this is today's question. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Chris from New York, not the city, but in the Finger Lakes. Ooh. And I had a question. You know how everyone has like their spirit animal, the animals that they relate to in a positive way? Sure. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, what would be the animal that you relate to in a negative way? <laughs> Mine was a camel because I'm kind of a spitter and I'm a little irritable at times. A spitter? So what, were, what would be your animal of choice? Thanks. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Love you too. Also mean it. Uh just also unpack that privilege. A woman could not call in and say that she's kind of a spitter. <laughs> but I'm happy for you. Unpack that privilege is a really good I'm really happy name. for you. Um, <laughs> neat. So uh, he says his negative spirit animal is a, is a camel. I feel like when I gave my spirit animal, I took the negative into account. I didn't know spirit animal was supposed to just be your positive. I believe we said my spirit animal was a two-toed sloth. I am, I don't remember this conversation at all. Did we do this on the pod? I don't know. I feel like we did. We probably I feel did. like we've discussed spirit animals a bunch, and each time I pick a different one. But I certainly do have a lot in common with a sloth mm. in that I'm tired yeah. a lot, mm-hmm. and I like to go slow mm. and not do much on my, on my days off. Yeah, okay, on days off. Yeah. The sloth probably has productive days and then days off. I could literally – people are like, oh, my God, I didn't leave the house this weekend. And I'm like, me neither. That was the plan. What's wrong? <laughs> Why would I leave? So when you're angry or upset. Okay. Then maybe like a Tasmanian devil. Are those oh, real wow. Are those real things? Uh, Sure. Sure. When I'm angry and upset, maybe like a warthog. I do a lot of like <laughs> – A lot of – sorry, what? I didn't want to snot on the microphone. It's unlike Everybody those, else does. unlike those who come before me, I to wipe this off because it smells like a mouth in a way that you're not, you don't want near your mouth. Gross. Uh, anyway, ew. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do the thing. The warthog. I get very. I, there's a lot of nostril breathing. So, like the emoji. What animal that? rose its eyes a lot? Because that's me. Mm. Probably a cat. I'm a very expressive monkey. Like meow. <laughs> What are the ones that the howler monkeys? Are that's they, me. Yeah. yeah, that's probably that me. Seems ah! like... <laughs> Why did you leave your clothes on the floor? <laughs> that's me, howler monkey, howler monkey, monkey Nolan. Uh, what's your negative spirit animal? Um, Let me do it. Oh mm. no, I'm just kidding. Go. No, I actually would be really curious. To hear I want to hear what you think, and then I'm gonna get, share my thoughts. Okay. I was thinking um, an armadillo. Mm. They've got the protective scales, and when they get annoyed or upset or feel in danger, they just roll up into a Yeah, ball I was going to say a turtle. Like, Bye. Like you just pull in your legs in your head, and yep. you're like, I'll handle it inside here. Yeah, you can't get me in here. It's very passive passive and not aggressive. It's just, it's just passive. straight up passive. The aggression yeah. happens inside, inside. To, towards yourself. Yeah, and then you think about it for the next 17 Month. years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah no, I thought you were going to say 17 one. days. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're very like, I'll, I got it. I'll take it. 
and then I'll go think about this and not yeah, sleep for I'm a just week. Being a ball. Sure. Yeah, that's Can't perfect get me in for here. you. That's absolutely perfect for you. Skills. Your defense mechanism is to retreat and blame yourself, which armadillos are known to do. Jay, what's your negative spirit animal? Um, a was, Frenchman. Moving on. No, I'm just kidding. I was trying to think about uh, what animal has is the, the most, most anxiety. Or that. Or that. Uh, and so I went with like a very frustrated poodle is my spirit animal. Like That's a fair. poodle who just like cannot handle this situation and needs to get out of it. I think of your negative spirit animal as like a cat. Yeah. Cat. Who's just like. Whatever. <laughs> but then, like, really anxious by small things, like tape on its back. Yeah. <laughs> but not big, like that. Don't put tape on me. Things, Don't put tape on me. big things, you're just like, ugh. You know? I mean, I, can we do the poodle with, like, a really pretentious haircut? Yes. Yeah. Of you know course. Just, of okay. course. I just want to make sure for my... Wearing a turtleneck, of course. He's a, like, he's a uh, show dog poodle. Okay. Yeah. Like a dynasty poodle. Yeah. Of like, uh, yeah. Down. Of like is this yeah. Alpo? Because I only eat fancy feet. Oh, wait. That's cats. That's Whatever. I only yeah. eat pre-chewed bits of ham. Yes. I just want to be clear. Yeah. I said dynasty making fun of Jay. I would never actually You don't have to say explain di- the I just want to make, just make sure. the joke and then okay. move past it and then people respect it. Okay. But I'm glad we did that. Yeah, just so we're all on the same page. Uh, Chris, great question from New York, but not New York. <laughs> The Finger Lakes. Yeah. Which I think that's a nice part of New York. It's like a problematic name. Why? Like, I mean, imagine going to high school in the Finger Lakes. <laughs> They're like, yo, girl, let me show you where I'm from. You know? Oh. Where it's wet with fingers. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you if you want to, to leave <laughs> up a voicemail. Nice. Uh, number is 860-506-5571. Save it in your phone. Yeah. You, little you could save it in your phone, Finger Lake. Why would I save it in my phone? So that... You know, maybe you'll memorize it without having to look at the paper. 506-5-860-5-506-5-5. It's once the ball goes down the hill. Mm. Once I get the 860, I can get it. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's like Salino and Barnes. Sure. Who are no longer together. They okay. broke up? Yeah, I believe. They're wow. going They're going solo. Wow. Good for them. Yeah, we're I've, getting a I've Salino and we're getting a Barnes. Team Barnes, you know. Who's going to get 800-888-8888, though? I think they should have to do 800-888-8887 and 800-888-8889, but. And then eight is just lives on. Yeah, they don't, no one gets it in the divorce. Okay. Do you think Salino's gonna represent Barnes and Barnes is gonna represent (laughs) Salino in the divorce? I doubt it. That wouldn't make a lot of sense, but boy, what a great movie. Hello. Hi. We're in friendly banter portion of the podcast. Hi, how are things? They're, they're great. Good? Yeah, how are you? I'm great. Your eyeshadow's banging i'm sorry i'm not wearing makeup what do you mean your face is beat to the gods as they say what yep beat to the gods yep just take the compliment i don't get it your face is beat oh that's not nice it is (laughs) believe it or not it is i i'm gonna have to google that later yeah okay you should can we talk about what happened with lunch today i just would love to get this off my chest okay okay 11 a.m so 10.50, I got a text from Jay. 10.50. Now, I know most people have to be at work at 9. Mm-hmm. I get that. We are not those people. We get to work at 11. Say what? We get to work at 11. Not all of us. We get here at 10. You guys change your schedule all the time. I thought you were at 11. I don't <laughs> understand what the point of getting in an hour earlier is. We get here at 10. Okay, that's dumb. But okay, you get in at 10. Either way, you get in at 10. Yep. 10.50, Jay texts me, we're getting sushi, what do you want? Mm-hmm. That's 
It's 11 in the morning. Why are we getting sushi? Because we tape the podcast at 1230 and we have to eat before we do the podcast. Why? Can't we eat after? Because there was one day that we didn't and we were all I think it was later. I think it was when it was at like three when we were recording it in the afternoon. No, it was at 1230 to 230. And then we all left the podcast and we were real hangry. All right. Well, here's the thing. Sushi at 11 a.m. is insane. But we didn't eat it at it 11 a.m. It makes a little bit more sense for you. Only a little bit because you've got a, a an alarm clock in the form of a human mm-hmm. who wakes up, mm-hmm. wakes you up, mm-hmm. and then you're up. Correct. The fuck are you doing eating sushi at 11 in the morning? It was not 11. I ate it at noon like when a normal lunchtime. When you texted lunchtime. me, when you texted me, I'd been awake for one actual hour. Okay. An hour after waking up, you guys are like, mm, shrimp. Well, one, yes. But also, <laughs> like, I'd been up since 5.45. Okay, again. So this is like my third That's weird, meal. but I get it. It's I get it for you, at least. So, but Jay wakes up early, too. Why? He exercises and, like, yeah, you know, butters his baguette. What time do you wake up? Like, between 6.30 and 7. Why? Because I got stuff to do. But we have a later day. Like, this is what I'm talking about. D- Having a later schedule and not adapting your schedule to that, again, exception, you have a baby, is silly because then you're going to be exhausted when we have to be here later in the day. I think a lot of people don't set alarms. They just wake up like when the sun comes That's up. That's insane to me. That's No, I set alarms, but I have to get up early so that I can Why? get my morning exercise routine probably. in. You're really exercising before work? Yeah. I don't believe you. I yeah. think you're just saying it because Ashley said it. No, oh, I do. He does. I hear them talk about it. They go to like Tyler's boot camp or whatever yeah. it's called. Excuse Ty- me? Tyler's boot camp. What is it called? Barry's boot camp. Oh, that's this is not an very okay. Barry's boot camp very famous. Oh, sorry. Tyler? I don't I'm sorry. Tyler probably also has an equally good boot camp that nobody knows about because oh, Tyler's boot camp is like Everybody's here's how you roofie a drink. That's Chad's boot camp. Yeah. Tyler's boot camp is like, here's how you do a proper chest bump with your bro, Namath. <laughs> You want to turn your mic on? You're so oh, bad at the I cough thought button. that was, yeah, I meant to hit mute. I hit And off. instead you hit off. And then, and then I held it down and I didn't need to. Yeah. Well, it's our hundred and second <laughs> podcast and Ashley's still trying to figure out how the mics work. Anybody else friendly bantering? No. Lovely. Oh, wow. It scares oh. you every time. <laughs> Here we are in, in, in the cage. In, yeah. Yeah, outside. That, that works for today. We're inside of a cage. Okay. Hope that we get out. Stay tuned. <laughs> I don't, I still don't get it. Uh, official Potter show business shows back. Woo! 1 a.m. Yes. at the coveted time slot of 1 a.m. on ESPN2. The dose. Correct. Please watch it. Please. Yes. It's good. It is good. Last week we discussed the Astro scandal and also did uh we had the Im- two of the impractical jokers whose movie is in theaters now. And then we did a, a small star dunk contest with kids at the YMCA on 14th Street. Please stay please watch it. What are you doing? A promo voice. Doesn't it sound like a promo voice? No, it sounds like someone's got a gun Hello. to your head <laughs> and they're like read this. Hello. They're always late. Did you see that tweet <laughs> that was Katie like Nolan. what what four words would you tweet if you were under duress and everybody needed to know that, like, you were taken ca- captive, but your 
It was a poorly written tweet. It feels like there's a lot of characters. (laughs) Feels like that person could have gotten to the point a lot. You've seen it before. It's like if kidnap, if you got kidnapped and your people. I just want you guys to see if you can nail this because it's really not going well. Let you continue. What four words would you tweet to let people know that you'd been kidnapped and were under duress? Hello. You're missing where they let you. Still post on social media That's to keep assumed. appearances. Word economy, actually. Just it, less it words. Was in the less tweet. is more. Do you have four words? Um, only four. Most Allah is fraud. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> People would be like, she would never not proofread a tweet. And she would never say that about Mo. I don't know. That, That's that, true. I think people think that question is more revealing than it is. Yeah. All it's saying is like, what's the thing you don't believe? Yeah. The actual thing you would tweet if you needed attention and for people to try to figure out where you were was some, would be something problematic because then people would come find you and worry about you. If I all of a sudden oh, that's interesting. tweeted something really, really problematic, people about, would, like the finger lakes. Well, that doesn't uh, seem that problematic to me. <laughs> it depends on your definition of a problem. That's true. I'd probably get a lot of phone calls. That'd be fun. Yeah. Then, then like, you'd try to Katie? find me. Yeah. yeah. Where's Katie? Where's Katie? Batman is our boss. She's with her boyfriend. <laughs> boyfriend. Why, Jay? What you asked because you wanted to answer? No, I What's asked your because forwards? you did the Stockholm syndrome voice or the you, like I, you. guys. I was just promoting our show called Always Late with Katie Nolan, and it's on at one in the AM, which is technically Friday morning, but it's to me Thursday night. And watch it. I love it. You love it. We love it. My four words would I would be either France is just options. okay, okay, or Man City deserved it. No, that that's a real one. Uh, Jose Mourinho dash, not bad. Okay, Jay, you're with the you, grammar again. Also, you just assume people know so much about you. If people saw you say that, they'd be like, Jay. Did you Google that? Because it's a bad opinion. And then you'd be, then you'd die in your captor's arms. Well, that seems likely anyway. Well, wow. All right. You know what I mean? You're like, such a high maintenance poodle. <laughs> Stop putting tape on my back, guys. <laughs> Stop putting tape on my back. <laughs> Ashley, what are your four words? I don't know. I'd probably just tweet. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> Is there blink twice if you need help? Whoa. Something stuck on my face. Welcome to the world of wearing lip gloss. <laughs> nice. Natural. Uh, in makeup today, Ashley was asked if she wanted lashes and she went, okay. <laughs> and then uh, they were like, "What? which ones do you want? And she was like, <laughs> the ones that go on my eyes. <laughs> I think it's already falling off. And yeah. Just see, now like... you know why all the time when I have them on, stop doing that. When I have them on, I'm always like this. I was just pressing the corner. Mm. That's where it'll get you. And yeah. then there was one time that my boyfriend <laughs> was introducing me to a bunch of people and I had a full on conversation with them. And then we went downstairs, and on the way downstairs, I touched my eye and went, um, my lash was literally half hanging off. I'm like, why didn't you say anything? I would have just fixed it. And he's like, well, I don't know. I don't think you need them. Typical boyfriend answer. But I'm like, that. but it. whether I do or I don't, what I don't need is it to be half (laughs) hanging off. So every time I blink, it's flopping. Ugh. Hate those floppy lashes. Today on the podcast, uh, we're going to talk about Madison Bumgarner's secret life. Uh, can, oh wait, actually, official Potter show business. Do we have a day now? Tuesday. So Tuesday. every we're gonna be recording the podcast every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So you'll get the podcast on Tuesday. Yes, figured that that out. We did it. We did it until we, we change to, it. Right. Well, right. Jay, that's we gotta be positive. 
Tuesday podcast. Put it in your cam. What's happening? She's getting ready to do a drum roll. No, I'm not. I think you are. Can so, we- guys, we've figured it out. The podcast will be on. That was Tuesday. You were so loud. Well, drum rolls are really lame. That's what Whoa. you would tweet. That's what you would tweet. They add to ex- the anticipation. Oh, I was, was going to say you what your tweet would. No, I know. But I was going to say the word expense. But what was I thinking of? What's the word I was trying to think of? Suspense. Suspense. That was it. Nice. Suspense. Well, none now the, that everyone's richer. Now that everyone's gone. Uh, today on the podcast, Madison Bumgarner's secret life, confusing XFL updates. Who's good? Not sure. Uh, U.S. Women's National Team lawsuit fun. Love to dive into some legal briefings. And uh, Jay's going to probably make us uncomfortable with something about sex at some point. Great. That sounds accurate. It's a pretty good tease. Oh. Uh, we're going to get to all that in a second, but first, today's podcast is brought to you by a new sponsor. Oh, we're, we're hesitant. We're not sure. I just, I hit my, I hit my Your pen. pen. Okay. Theragun. Woo. Oh, it sounds, let's find out what it is. <laughs> Ashley, how do you want me to tell the people about Theragun? Can you tell us about Theragun as if you were Diana Rossini? Oh boy. Trying to do accents. Oh, this is my wheelhouse. I want to go to a what? Just make sure we can still understand about Theragun. Sure. Do you all know about Theragun? Dear God. The stress, <laughs> the stress daily life weighs on us all. Oh, my God. I sound like E-40. <laughs> Whether you're an athlete or just elite athlete or just a regular person trying to get through the die. Muscle. This is what she does with her face. That's why I'm doing no, it. No, I saw the video. I saw the video. Muscle pain and muscle tension is a real thing. Do you want to know that's why there's Theragun? And she does this, looks around like, right, right? I'm nailing it. Uh, The handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension with using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. Let me do Russian next. Do you want to go and try a Theragun? It's an easy way to reduce tension and stress, which I'll know if you know this about me, Diana Rossini, <laughs> but I do a lot of stuff and sometimes get a little stressed. <laughs> do you all know how I feel better naturally and I treat my back pain and I get back to my life? Yeah. All right. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Try Claragon. Risk free. She puts those in sometimes. For 30 days off your money by going back. Uh, 30 days all your money back is what I said. Uh, by going to theragun.com slash Nolan. Do you want to know the deal? Yes. For a limited time, my listeners get a free charging stand with purchase and a 70, a $79 value. Wow. Do you know the website? I sure do. <laughs> That's theragun.com slash Nolan. Do you want me to say it again? Yes, one more time, please. In uh, in Belgian. Belgian. Uh, theragun.com slash Nolan. <laughs> Is that good? Did I do good? That was great. Okay, for anyone who hasn't seen it, did you put that on Twitter? I think so. Okay. On her birthday. Please go watch the go actual video up. of Diana. Do you go? It's shocking how close that was. They're so bad. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Uh, all right. <laughs> Before we get into the XFL, which is our favorite, because this is the 
Sports Podcast. Oh, sorry. We were not on the same We page. weren't, but that's never are we, so that's fine. Um, the NFL, remember that? I forgot all about it. Same. Huh. Who? Um, they proposed new rules in a CBA. Look, I love some good CBA chat, and we're going to dive in on it with the women's national team. It's the Woo! fun stuff. You know, it's why you get into sports, mm-hmm. so you can discuss the CBA. Same letters as ABCs, but a lot more complicated. Yep. CBA, as simple as gamma rays. It's very difficult to understand. Wow. Thank you. Uh, so basically, uh, the new CBA, because they're, it's collective bargaining agreement for all you plebs. Um, they're, this is why work stoppages happen. The, both sides have to agree, the owners and the, and the, and labor, so the players, uh, have to agree on, you know, how things are going to be. How's it going to be? Third Eye Blind. Nice. Um, and so uh, the owners vote on it first. They voted to approve. What are you writing down, Third Eye Blind? How's it going to be? It's not even their best song. I go way deep in their discography. Not ashamed to admit it. I love Third Eye Blind. Um, basically, the owners voted to uh, approve of this uh, proposal, and the players' reps voted to maybe not, and then the players haven't voted yet. They delayed their vote. But what it included is a 14-team a, a playoff as opposed to the current 12, which means nearly half the league will make it into the postseason mm-hmm. um, and will add a third game to wildcard weekend and eliminate a bye week for the two seed. Yes. So only the one seeds get a bye week, and wildcard weekend has three games instead of two. Um, I think it's not good. Really? Yeah, I don't like it. Why? Because there, it, it was weird in the New York Times article about it to see them say, like, this may cause increased interest towards the end of the season, which already I was like, isn't there already a ton of interest? And then yeah. the very next paragraph, they were like, the owners would like to get this done as soon as possible so that they can renegotiate TV deals because that's an extra game they get to sell and playoff games are some of the highest rated NFL games. And it's like, yeah. So why would we need a increased interest? Obviously, it's already increased. Uh, I just don't think we need to make half the league get into the, into the playoffs. Um, I, the part that appeals to me the most about it is that only one team gets a buy. That appeals to you the most? Yeah. It seems like, like a completely that. unfair advantage. Well, I think, I think for those two teams that get buys, like you have to win Two games. Yeah. And then what I'm doing the math wrong in my head. And then you're in the Super Bowl. Is it? Yeah. Like that feels like that's a pretty easy road. We also had to win all the games to get to the one and two seed. Yeah. I know. It just feels like in the, the real issue that most people have with the playoffs, the NFL playoffs is that a team that wins their garbage division can have a worse record than a team that doesn't make it in. Mm -hmm. That's in a more competitive division. So now instead of making it so that that team doesn't get in, they're making it so that if that does happen, one other team that ha- that does well in a tough division can get in. But what if there's multiple divisions that are very competitive and you're still not going to let that other team in? So instead of letting another team in, why don't you just change it so that the best records all make it? Because then you could be ostracizing Areas of the country who have no interest. Okay. Like if the Eagles don't make it, but the Cowboys do, 
I'd still watch hoping that Kyle, I mean, I'm going to watch anyway, but like that, but you're already, you're breezing past my point, which is like, we love football. So then why are we complaining about more football? Because it's more football. It's, it's devaluing the season. Like, I don't think so. I think it's increasing value for the number one seed. And <clears throat> so this year, the Steelers and the Rams would have made the playoffs in theory. If this rule were in effect. So do we feel like this year's Steelers and Rams do we feel like deserved? Well, do you guys feel like that? I mean, that's the question. Do you feel like that? Uh, I I don't think the Steelers Steelers didn't, but the Rams probably did. Maybe, but I didn't miss them. I wasn't like, man, so unfair. I don't know. I think when teams get into the playoffs, it's obviously we've seen that anything can happen. I think teams that pick up a lot of steam towards the end of the season and have that momentum can come in and like, do some damage in a way that's really entertaining and fun to watch. And you hate to see teams like that that just miss it because, you know, you need seven different things to all break one way and then, like, three teams could potentially make it, but only one does, and then those other two teams are so close. You know what I mean? Like, you're letting more people have a chance. You're getting more fan bases really invested, not just invested, but, like, really invested. Mm. Yeah, but remember also that day that the Raiders could have made the playoffs Yeah, this season? And it's like, if the Raiders still had a chance after the season that the Raiders had, do we really need to expand that? Well, I think the Raiders had a great run in the middle. People were like, oh, we're, they're sneaky good. And then as soon as people said they were sneaky good, they were like, let us prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think, my beer. look, there are, there are a lot of instances, particularly recently with one division, is it, it the it NFC East? It might be. Mm. That people are like, oh, they don't deserve to be in it. And you're like, well, this other team is really good. They should be. And now we're just saying like, yeah, they can be too. Like this, this, every, every division gets a representative. Instead of taking that away, we're just giving more people a chance. Yeah. I, I just, I I'm okay with it. Well, it's not even the main point of contention on this CBA. The main issue is they want to get rid of one of the preseason games and add a regular season game. That is a different conversation because now we're talking about player health. Yes. I mean, either way, eliminating a bye week, you're still technically kind of talking about player health, but on a smaller level. I mean, you could argue that that bye week is actually like detrimental to people, especially if they've rested people in in week 17. You could argue that. Yeah, you could. I mean, we've seen teams come out and lose after the bye. Yeah, but I think statistically having a bye week sets you up for making it further than the rest. Not just because you're not playing. You don't have to maybe get eliminated one week, but also just because you get to rest. We yeah. have seen it hurt, but it's, I think statistically, I don't have the numbers. Shocking. What? But I think it, I think it helps more than it hurts. Um, so that's where the players issue is, is that a 16 game season obviously is already tough on the body. Uh, 17 games is, is a lot. And then you've got, you know, fans who, are usually so rational (laughs) just wanting more football and telling players to suck it up because they make millions of dollars and blah, 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 which like you're not, it's not your money. It's not coming out of your pocket. So shut up about it. Um, I think players understand their bodies and I think we get upset every time somebody gets a major injury, but then we're like more football and we forget that like, well, yeah, that's another opportunity to devastatingly lose a player on your team. Right. That could change the outlook of, your postseason. Think about in basketball all of the controversy around load management. Yes. Now all of a sudden you add a game to the NFL and teams have to think about, okay, well, how well are we doing if now 
50 teams can make it in the playoffs. Like, should we rest these two people? Mm -hmm. And sure, you have an extra game, but your starters aren't playing. Like, it's just, I, I personally think adding an extra game will cause more problems than add benefits. Sounds like what you just said makes you think that adding more teams to the playoffs also takes away. Mm -hmm. It's different. All right. Because you're like, you're just saying one team that wasn't going to be playing is now playing. And then the team that they're playing against, well, depending how the rankings break down, is a team that like was right on the cusp and now they get a chance. It's the play-in game. There's always going to the be a NCAA team, tournament. but there's always going to be, now there'll be a team on the cusp of this one and they don't get, like, someone's got to not make it. Right. Two teams with the exact same record will probably be one of them makes it to this new format yeah, and the other one doesn't. Gonna because happen. once you get to diminishing return, like, you know what I mean? Like it's mm -hmm. going to get to a point where they all kind of have the same record and then there's got to be this like weird tiebreaker to determine which one makes it in. Mm-hmm. All right. You love that. Um, <laughs> the point is they're supposed to vote either tonight or Wednesday morning. Uh, they need two-thirds of the player reps. That's one player from each team to vote yes on the CBA. And then it would be recommended to a vote of all players. And then they just need a majority. Um, so I guess we'll stay tuned to the exciting – the vote everyone's talking about. <laughs> the NFL CBA vote. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, the Combine. Started Monday. Uh, I'm not a combine person. It feels uh, weird to me. Uh, you should watch it. Support the league. Blah, 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 blah. But it's so icky to me. Yeah. Everything about it is icky. It's just uh, the words they use to describe human beings. He's got real greasy hips. Actual phrase. Actual phrase used. Uh, what was the yesterday? We Tight skin. Yeah, Gosh. he's got real tight skin. That's some Buffalo Bill shit. <laughs> Not the football team. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, it's just weird. The big buzz online this week was that Joe Burrow's hands measured nine inches. Mm. It's way too small. I mean, is it? <laughs> Apparently. I saw people being mad about it. And then I'm like, huh? I guess that's too small. So that's your thumb to your pinky. Yep. Which I would argue there's many different ways to... Spread your thumb and your pinky. Okay. I think you want to try to do it as wide as possible. Well, I would imagine, but you know. Just get I those extra inches, you know. I'm not from the Finger Lakes. Oh, so my I'm God. Sure. Nice. Um, nice. The point is, Kyler Murray, last year, uh, his hand was nine and a half inches. And mm -hmm. people were like, oh, my God, that's so small. And then guess what? He went first overall. He did. It yeah. was a poem I just wrote. Um, Joe Burrow, nine inch hands. Wow. So embarrassing. Yeah. How does he even... Like, go out in public. I yeah. Know. I mean, a lot of women would say, you know, nine is above average. Why, why did you turn around and look I, over there? I don't know. <laughs> I felt like I revealed too much about myself. Listen, <laughs> I can't. I'm talking about hand size. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, for I can't sure. imagine being disappointed with nine inches. <laughs> okay. You know, this is, can we save uh, it for the end of the pod? Please. Why? This is not when we talk Why are about you being it? weird? It's I'm oh talking about God. you want a you want a small you think a nine inch hand would upset you? Why don't we talk about specific finger length? I think that'll be more revealing. <laughs> That's interesting. That's the stat I'm looking for. <laughs> Why don't we measure other things so on their bodies? The reason like their calves. The reason that girth people are so into hand size because I didn't really well, to grip dive the ball. into this. Yeah, but the, the NFL football is marginally bigger than the college football. Mm. And so the concern is that 
like, yeah, he was great in college, but like, can he handle this bigger ball? Does he have the hand balls the same size? I don't know. It's really strange. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't like it. There's so many things that don't make sense. Mm. But we really treat these players like animals, like meat. it's like we're at a meat market. It is bizarre. And as a podcast that famously does not objectify mm-hmm. athletes, we it's have to come out against the combine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We, we are. We, the combine's problematic. <laughs> Hashtag problematic combine. So if you're watching it, if that's a thing you're into, and we don't judge you. Again, we also don't kink shame on this podcast. So oh if you gosh. like to watch athletes be objectified and you happen to hear some phrases that you think are kind of hit the mark on what we're talking about here, use the hashtag. Problematic combine. Yeah. Please. Please. <laughs> That'll bring me some joy. Um, Joe Burrow did address it though on Twitter. Yeah. What he did hit, he, what did he say? He tweeted, um, considering retirement after I was informed the football will be slipping out of my tiny hands. Please keep me in your thoughts. <laughs> Love that. Also notice he's going by Joseph Burrow or no, Joey Burrow. His Twitter now says Joey Burrow, and it's like, now's a weird time to introduce a new Well, name if you're going to change it, now's the time. Yeah, I, before yeah, you get I to guess. Cincinnati, you know, make sure I you would wanna... have, Well, actually, I would argue the time to change it was before the national championship. Well, That's you why can't everybody, go all that hullabaloo in the name, middle of the but season. But you make a name for yourself in that, and then you come out, and you're like, I'm Joey Burrow. And everyone's like, well, where's Joe? Maybe Joey Burrow has tiny hands, but Joe Burrow is mm. going to bounce back from that. Mm. Here's the thing. Another thing before we move on that bothers me about hand size is that for so long that one of the best in sports comedy to make sports jokes, you've got to have some like known truths. Mm-hmm. So like whenever a garbage team is all of a sudden good now, it's very frustrating because you're like, well, who's now my go to punchline when I want to just allude to a garbage team? Right. Uh, Alex Smith used to be our go to tiny handed quarterback. Oh. And then I remember a couple of years ago, somebody pointed out like, um, I don't know where this came from. His hands are not that small. Can you look up how big Alex Smith's hands are? Nine point three seven five inches. Yeah. Wow. So it, I, I. Sorry to Joey Burrow. Mm-hmm. Sorry to this man. I am sorry to this man. You, uh, you're now going to be the Alex Smith of the punchline. Whether or not you are good, mm-hmm. we got to have who's our small-handed boy, right? And <laughs> I think it's right Joey. now it's Joey. Yeah, so that's fair. I think it. I hate. I'm not doing this because I want to. I'm doing this because it. The comedy the demands. Don't lie. Right. You know. Never. Mm-mm. They've never lied. Not one time. Um. Let's talk about the football we care about, folks. XFL. This. It's the XFL. Yeah! I'm going to run through a wall. Um, so the XFL, I'm confused. Same. Uh, let's start with my game. Okay. Tampa Bay, Houston. A good game, question mark? I, I was into it. We got our first offensive touchdown and our second. How did it feel? Great. Wow. Really good stuff. Uh, felt very happy. Um, my stance was that, you know... Jokes on you, America. Uh, we, this was the plan. Do you wow. know anything about snakes? They hide in the grass <laughs> and then they strike. Yeah. And so the first two weeks and the first quarter of the third week, <laughs> we're hiding in the grass. Yeah. Letting you think that we are garbage and don't at all belong in this league. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we strike. Is that? That's our fang- our fangs retract. Did you know that about vipers? I Their didn't. fangs retract no. and then they come out when they're ready to go. So that's the sound of the fangs coming out. It's more echoey. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's it. I found it. Ready? Yep. Let's do that one clean. <laughs> nice. Wow. Oh, keep hitting it. the mic. You gotta back up a little bit. That's. Yep. <laughs> it's wow. That's 
so intimidating. The point is, I thought so. <laughs> also intimidating are defensive coordinators' women's sunglasses. I found very intimidating. He's <sighs> wearing women's sunglasses. When you turn hundred, really nice women's sunglasses. You're allowed to get away okay. with any fashion choices that you want. You're ageist. He's 110. <laughs> Show some respect, Jerry Glanville. Uh, the Vipers look good, and then we lost. Um, Cornball threw a pick for no reason on a what could have been a game-winning drive. Here's the thing. Every time they show those stats during the game, they're like, here's how many yards this team has versus the other team. Here's how many, uh, you know, first downs they've gotten. Here's time of possession. They dominate all those stats. They just need to score. It's just the getting in the end zone, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. They're spending too much time in the Finger Lakes. They got to go to the to the <laughs> penetration lakes, you know? <laughs> just get in there. Quit with the foreplay. You know what I'm saying? We get it. The engine is warm. Drive the car now. You know? Stop stop revving the engine and let's go somewhere. Yeah. Well, like, Shift gears to I, drive. Leave, right? We can leave. That's what I'm going to We gonna, should move forward. I'm going to move out of the state. Okay. Why? <laughs> we have the finger legs. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so look, I think next week is when we, we made progress this week. We learned how to football. And then I think next week is when we football good. Yep. Okay. So by next season, you guys are really going to be. Yeah. Season two of the XFL, (laughs) if it exists, is our season. That's good. This is smart. The XFL setting up the storyline to have one team that you want so badly to see how their second season is Mm -hmm. that the XFL sticks around for a second season. If everybody's good or bad in the first season, you're going to be like, I know what this is. Why would I keep watching this movie? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So that's, you know, just the Tampa Bay Vipers are saving the XFL single-handedly. Um, snakes don't have hands. Single, snakily. Fang. Single. Giddly. Fangedly. Mm. It's me getting something out of my fang. I got popcorn stuck in my fang. Oh my God. Uh, Dallas, Seattle, 24-12. That's fine. Do we care? And I mean, our staff does. They're all Seattle Dragons fans. That's true. So, you know, Andrea's really upset about it. Really upset. St. Louis. St. <laughs> Louis, New York. It's a, a match between Ashley and Jay. Uh, wow. That's, I think that's less pleasant to listen to than you think. I think you're underestimating how awful that was for everyone. I didn't think that <laughs> was pleasant. Okay. Can we move on now? No. What's What was the score? Mm. 29 to 9. New York? St. Louis. Ah. St. Louis Battlehawks. Shucks. Oh, there's so many notes under this score. Let's just well, let's just say it. It sure is fun for me to find that the my cocky best friend, who thought she had a great team and my team was garbage, was actually wrong. My team was garbage enough to make your team look good. Yeah, and now your team's actually not good. Yeah, my my team's really bad. What's going on with like your quarterbacks and stuff? Like, what's the situation? Because what I've learned with the Tampa Bay Vipers. If you've got two quarterbacks, you don't have one. Yeah, I think that that applies to everybody, Mm. you know, just in life as a rule. Right. Here's the thing. I'm going to be completely honest. Mm. I didn't watch this game. You normally lie. Wow. (laughs) That's a good point. Uh, Why didn't you watch it? I didn't watch it because I I was busy with my kid. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think we all were, but we make time for things we care about. Yeah, I know. He's gotten pretty particular when we put the TV on about what's on it, and it really makes a, a bad viewing experience if he's like, no, I want rescue dragons. Okay, so let me like, okay. let me ask this. Ground him then. It doesn't work yet. The kid doesn't get to tell you what you're going to watch. You, why don't you come over and we'll go through that experience? Because I one time told him when he said he didn't want to eat the food you made him, and I was like, "You'll eat it, or you're not eating tonight." And you were like, "We don't do that in this house." And I was like, "All right, well, I would. 
Um, I think that works when they're a little bit older. Okay. Right now, it, it does. Well, you got a little bit lay the groundwork. Does, Kid I, gets everything he wants. That's not true. That's not true. All right. Jay, why don't you recap the game since well, your baby loves the XFL? My baby loves the XFL. <laughs> uh, St. Louis's first my baby made me want to yeah, die. That's thank you. Yeah. Me too. St. Louis's first professional football game in five years, over a thousand days. It was their home opener. Is what home he's talking opener, about. Uh, sold out. Uh, real so loud. Sad. Real loud in the Battle Dome, as they are now calling it. Yikes. Uh, that sounds like a place where you take cars that you made and run them into each other. Oh yeah, it's Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. No, it's no like the um, like BattleBots. It oh, sounds yeah. like BattleBots. Like yeah. when like cool. oh the, MI- the MIT tech team designed yeah. this with a, a spinning razor on its on the front. Yeah, we're a flying sword. Let's go. Yeah, uh, lots of Kronky such sucks chance. And Is he involved in this team in any way? No, completely okay. uninvolved. Right. Louis, I think Stan Kronky who owns the Rams and moved them. That's who they're chanting about at the X. All right, go ahead, Jay. Um, there was the first kick return for a touchdown that we saw in the XFL, which was pretty fun to watch. On a reverse sweep. On it was beautiful. Sweep. Absolutely beautiful. Go look it up. Mina tweeted about it. Yeah. I retweeted it. It was real cool. Just a neat, um, it's a fun thing. It's cool. Like that's the stuff that people who don't watch the XFL, that kind of stuff gets out and people are like, huh, Yeah. maybe I'll watch this. Mm-hmm. And then they watch and they see Jerry Glanville in, in women's sunglasses and they're like, I know why I wasn't watching this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... It was a pretty commanding victory. Uh, Matt McGloin of the Guardians is not good. McGloin nowhere. Wow, I don't think we needed it, Jay. I respect it, I guess, but I didn't like it. I don't respect it. If you're going to come up with a pun, make it funny and rhyme. Okay, please Please continue. Good good rules. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I have a couple of corrections for Tom Hart, who is one of the commentators on ESPN XFL about St. Louis in general. I. There's just a couple things that he said that I just, I can't let pass. Okay. Well, I'm uh, sure he doesn't listen and doesn't give a shit so, what you think, but why don't you go hey, ahead and Tom, correct this man uh, who works very hard at his job? He did a great job. Are the you saying that you, you fact check, you're fact checking him? Cause I don't think you've ever fact checked anything. Um, yes. Okay. I'm, I'm fact checking. That is my job. It's in, <laughs> <laughs> in my Twitter bio. So, uh, he called St. Louis repeatedly the gateway city. As opposed to the gateway to the West. Yeah, gateway city sounds more accurate, though, because it sounds like how you get into drugs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he At some point, there was a, a play call, and it was something, something soda. And he goes, they wouldn't know anything about that in St. Louis here since they refer to it as pop, which is famously untrue. Wow, canceled. Uh, Tom Hart, you're canceled, Chicago dude. is what a, the city what an that egregious, refers to What an egregious error. Soda as pop. There's a lot of places. Chicago's not the only city no, that calls it pop. That's the city that's... Most the Midwestern city that's associated with calling it pop. I think they probably do it in Milwaukee and Michigan too. You, this is why you guys haven't solved your big problems because you're busy fighting over whether you call it soda or pop. Maybe work on not being a Here's super the, racist city. Yeah, that's a g- good point. Uh, <laughs> thing about St. Louis and Chicago is it's a little bit like New Zealand and Australia, and oh that like people from St. Louis are really not into Chicago, and right. people from Chicago are like, "What is St. Louis?" And everyone else is like, "Who gives a sh?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. So, um. There was a working class audience reference I didn't think was super great. Why not? It just <laughs> seems like a big generalization. Uh, I think the working class is a compliment. Yeah, but like to refer to every, you get your hands dirty. Referring to everyone in a stadium as such seems. I think it seems gritty. Like a generalization. They're all grinders. Generalization. Yeah, and that's, that's all I had. That's, and that's not all you had. That's all I had. Because the, the other error was corrected, so I don't have to say that. Okay. 
and then there was just lots of fans doing crazy stuff. Okay, yeah. So there was a guy in the in the crowd that had wings that I can best describe. And I'm sorry if this doesn't land for everybody, especially our younger listeners. There was a movie called Jeepers Creepers way back in the day, early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping he'd look it up. Instead, he just said, yeah. So um, <laughs> it was uh, – I'm not a horror movie person, but I'm a person that if I've seen it already, I can watch it again. So I would just watch Jeepers Creepers a 2001. lot. 2001. Thank you. 2001. It was actually a pretty silly, scary movie. Um, it starred the dude from Dodgeball. It did. Whose name is it's Justin name. Long. Uh, his name is Justin Long. Bing, 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 bing. Really? He's in a horror movie? Yeah. And well, so horror is again with like a soft question mark with a intero with a question intero bang. Nope, Ashley with a question period. What's the what's your oh a I doubt forget mark. a doubt mark a doubt mark. Um, that brought me so much joy. Yeah, that's why I tried to say it and you weren't paying attention. I was looking up the photo because I don't know what you're talking about. So anyway, the bad guy in it at one point, spoiler alert, it's from 2001, uh, <laughs> Justin Long like runs him over with his car and they think he's dead and then all of a sudden, like it's dark at night and backlit by a headlight from a car, this like little wing comes up and it's like <laughs> and it's this like very fleshy wing. It's like a bat wing almost. Mm. It's very gross, but it's like... <laughs> That's how you know he's alive, and then all of a sudden he starts flapping it, and then he comes back to life. Point is, a guy in the stands, a Battlehawks fan, had these wings that had some sort of mechanism to make them fly that mm. I think he didn't think through for public because it looked like, and let me just describe, like he had his hands in his pockets and he kept tugging one hand down. Oh. So if you can imagine – Jeepers creepers. What the- <laughs> Exactly. So it looked like, uh, God forbid that mechanism break and he don't, he doesn't realize that the oh, wings aren't flapping oh. and he's just tugging. Ugh. He's going to get kicked out of the stadium. Yeah. Um, also sitting behind that man would suck, but yeah. I found it to be entertaining. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then there was that guy. I think he was like a radio host in St. Louis that lost some sort of a bet. So he was like, I told you I'd try to do this, so I'm going to do it. He tried to imitate Bill's Mafia and jump through a flaming table during a, a tailgate. And um, he didn't jump through it. He put his leg through it and then was kind of stuck and on fire. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he was you, okay. you didn't see this? He's no. fine. He's fine. He was he just, okay. You know. Just, ooh. Yeah. You burnt. You burnt. So. <laughs> uh, and then the biggest shock of the weekend. Um Los Angeles previously undefeated, previously, sorry, defeated, unwinning, no yes, wins. The Wildcats. Yep. The Wildcats beat DC, who is, I've said, the best team in the league, 39 to nine. Yeah. Cardale Jones, XFL darling, four picks. Is that good? No. No. Uh, also the Vipers are the only winless team now. But like I said, <laughs> like I said, they're just, you know, setting, setting it up. up. For season two. Also, going a whole season without a win is an accomplishment in and of itself, one might say. Yeah. Sure. You know? Sure. And uh, the L.A. head coach got an ice bath and didn't – just ice in his veins. Didn't react even a little bit. Go look it up. It's it's it's, un, a, it's off-putting. It's a highly entertaining video. It's uncomfortable. I'm like, does he know? Can he feel? <laughs> <laughs> he literally does not move. He doesn't feel? move. Doesn't even I – mean, he probably doesn't blink. He just is like, thanks. We're going to call this play next. <laughs> wild. Speaking of wild. Oh, good one. Wilder Fury. Big fight this weekend. That you paid money for? You know Katie Nolan's into those fight sports. Yep. No, I got uh, I got it. It won me over. When you work at a sports network and everybody's doing the hyping and the promotion of a of a boxing match, 
it eventually seeps into your brain and you're like, okay, I'm going to miss it. If I don't watch it, I'll watch it. Right. I was surprised by the price tag. I, <laughs> as one who doesn't watch a lot of fight sport, um, it was 80 bucks. That's so much money. I know. Uh, and I paused and I was like, maybe I won't watch it. And then I remembered that I drop money like that on an, like that's two Ubers and I do that constantly. So suck it up and pay the 80 bucks. I can maybe write it off on my taxes. I think so. That's for work. Sure. So anyway, paid 80 bucks. What'd you think? Well, so I'm going to preface this all by saying, yes, obviously people who know a lot more about boxing than I do have more interesting, um, commentary on it. I also like get hearing commentary from people who don't watch a sport because I'm like, oh my God, I never thought of it that way. So maybe this is that for you and maybe it isn't, but I'm just going to tell you my experience. Uh, first thing that stood out to me, they have, uh, cameras in each of their like preparation areas. I don't know if they're locker rooms or dressing rooms, whatever they call them in boxing. And, uh, the whole time Wilder, who most people were saying was going to win the fight, um, was stretching, training, wrapping his hands, all that focused, uh, Fury up until like an hour before the match was, uh, just like goofing off for the camera, dancing to the house music, like just like seemed very relaxed. Um, and then uh, about an hour before the fight, they like draped a sweatshirt over the camera of like, you can't see, which I'm like, well, that feels like a violation of obviously nobody wants the camera right. in their locker room. But Wait, both people did it. No, just, just Fury. Fury. Oh, wow. Or you know what? Wilder might have and I missed it. But it was like a talking point about how Fury was like, because they kept checking the camera to be like, when's he going to get in the zone? Um, and look, Fury's got a big personality. We found that out. If you didn't know it uh, <laughs> right away, but uh, yeah, it was interesting because they were then there was this interesting discussion about like you know people get into the zone in different ways. Some people need to be relaxed, and to be relaxed, they just act like it's a normal day right up until the fight. Uh, and while there appeared to be getting in the zone earlier, and look, that didn't help. Now, <laughs> I'm not saying uh-huh. I'm an incredible boxing analyst. I think you might. Be. I mean, that's but I will not fair s- to you. I will say. When they walked out, because, you know, the entrance is part of the thing. It's mm-hmm. the big entrance. Uh, Fury came out first. He was carried on a throne and he came out to a Patsy Cline song. <laughs> and I was like, this guy either knows he's going to lose and he's just having fun or he's an insane person. <laughs> and uh, I think it was the second one. <laughs> but he came out like that. And then Wilder comes out and he always comes out in like a mask. There's like a lot to his masks and like what they mean. But he also had on what I would describe as like a like it looked like he was playing in the lingerie football league. Mm. He had a bedazzled chest protector with no shirt over it. Yep. And he just had this full on suit. And my first thing my brain thought was like, this is the guy we've been saying the whole time is so in the zone. He's like so focused and Fury's over here goofing off, but Wilder is in the zone. There had to be a moment between being in the zone and walking out there where he was like, okay, can somebody come help me with this Velcro? Like I got to get on this gigantic. So I tweeted that like, this guy just got in the zone for like the biggest fight in the world. And the last few seconds before that fight were spent figuring out how to put on a a bedazzled chest protector. And that brings me joy. Come to find out. Deontay Wilder yesterday came out and said, the reason that he lost. Spoiler alert. Uh, oh yeah, he lost. Um, was because his legs were tired because he had to put on a 40 pound costume and a mask and walk out. And he said that as soon as he got out there, he could tell the game was changed. 
Here's my question. First yes. of all, uh, another major issue that I had with what he said is that he his walkout was um, he made it a black like a tribute to Black History Month. Not that his um, outfit was in any way like a traditional anything. It was just this is a Black History Month tribute, um, and that he had a, a guy rapping a, like a, a rap that he wrote about Black History Month and Wilder and yada yada yada. It was great, but then in this statement about how the outfit is the reason he lost he was like because i had to wear that black history month outfit and it was like all right let's not blame (laughs) black history month (laughs) right for why you lost i think that's fair blame the outfit but then here's the follow-up question whose fault is that you 100 percent his so it's like why it's almost like don't even blame it because then you're making yourself look worse you're not like guys it wasn't me it was the ring you're saying it wasn't me it was the decision i made <laughs> right which is you that's i have a couple follow-up how questions. did you not try that outfit on already and he be like this is too heavy he must 40 have. pounds also how much 45 did it, yeah how much did it cost uh, it was like 40 grand or something like that right. but i don't want i might be but just conflating the numbers they're perf- 45 pounds doesn't seem like that that's fair. Much That's fair for a heavyweight. Yeah, forty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, heavyweight um, is right there in the title. <laughs> it is, and he's like forty pounds is heavy. And, um, it's like no. Yeah, I mean it is. It is, but that walks that like. I don't know. I love the idea of Fury get just get being like carry me. Yeah, Let me save every yeah, it ounce of energy. It I couldn't have. have been more opposite. He was like, I want to wear. No, I want no burden. Yeah. You literally just and while there was like burden me, me and I will walk. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, everybody should get carried. I think I, that's what I would do. That's my takeaway. I'd be like, feed me like grapes and Gatorade and carry me out there. Sure, and I'll be ready to go. Yeah. But I just found that to be crazy that I predicted that. You know, it's just so crazy. You're a genius. I, everybody was talking about the the gloves coming out of a FedEx envelope and like what's happening and oh, is this going to be right and is the in one of the fights. Pre- uh, Previous, there was like a conversation about if your rap is too tight or your rap is too loose, how it can mess you up as a fighter. So there's a lot of conversation about rapping. And I was just like, look, putting that on, spending the last few seconds putting on an elaborate costume doesn't seem like the best way to stay mentally focused. Mm-hmm. Cause then what if like one of those rhinestones is poking you in the rib and the whole oh. time you're walking out, you're just thinking about that rhinestone. And then all of a sudden it's off and you got to go and you're like, Oh my God, I wasn't in the zone. Just eliminate distractions. Don't add them. Don't strap them on with jewels. <laughs> don't strap them on and adorn them with jewels that's my best advice about to all fighters yeah other things not to do lick each other's blood what's going on oh what are we doing this for so did he actually lick it it did look like he may have made minor contact with the blood yeah i will say uh mentioned during the broadcast uh that i paid 80 dollars for the front rows were getting sprayed with blood no thank you exactly yeah. um people are into that I know they are. Cause I, like I've been told like when you go to an, uh, an XFC, I almost just said, this, this is the XFC. Uh, if you go to a UFC match, um, sit in the first few rows because then you can get some of the blood. I'm like, why, why is that what you're telling me to do? We've talked about this before, right? I went to one, um, I think so. in I think Chicago so. and I was in like the second or third row and Yikes. I hated yeah, it. Yeah. Being that up close. It was the whole. It, it wasn't. It wasn't even like an egregiously bloody match. It was just like seeing that kind of violence in person is. It's a lot hard. A lot harder to like disassociate. Mm. Like when you watch it on TV, it's almost like a movie. 
Mm. Like you don't realize like, oh, no, these people are actually physically getting the crap beat out of them. I mean, I think it's even – I have a hard time watching – I watched an AEW cage match the other night. Nice. I love that And one of the guys (laughs) – Nice. One of the guys might have been Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. I didn't watch it, so I don't know what you're talking about. Was bleeding from his forehead, yep. and it was going into his eyeballs, yep. and at no point did he wipe it off, because I think he cut his like hairline to get it to happen in the first place. Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't know, know what you're talking sure. about. That um, never happens in wrestling. But so I was like, how, like, even that, I'm like, I know what's happening. I know that they're in control of the situation, but I was like, wipe it up. This is not right. Yeah. Uh, so watching actual people have blood drawn that wasn't something they chose to do or knew was coming is, uh, is, is tough. Well, you're not, you're not a blood person, famously. Not really, no. <laughs> not a needle person, not a blood I person. I hate needles. Even saying the word needle makes me like, edit. Gross. Don't do that. Cool. You said it. Um, Sorry. but I think, uh, I think, yeah, it was, I mean, <laughs> during the broadcast, it was like, um, it was, a. Uh, it was suggested that he got hit in the back of the head and was bleeding out of his ear. I know he got stitches. Uh, Wilder ended up getting stitches in his ear. So I think there was actually a cut in his ear. But it felt like pretty early, uh, We I thought he was like bleeding out his ear. He was unable to stand up. Every time he tried to stand up, he would just like fall back until he found the ropes. And then he was like, okay, now I'll throw punches. And so what happened was, I believe it was the seventh round, his team like indicated they were going to throw in the towel. And so the ref stopped it. And Wilder got really angry where he was like, what are you doing? I had it. And it's like, yeah, that's the fighter spirit in you. But you didn't have it. Right. Um, and Your at some point. tired from that cost. Yeah. Well, they stopped it. Exactly. But they stopped it when he stopped even throwing punches. When yeah. it got to the point where it was like, okay, you're not actively participating in this fight anymore. You're right. just trying not to die. So we're going to help you not die. And we're going to throw in the towel. Um, which he was mad about. But uh, then. Then. In one of the boldest decisions made and a lot of bold decisions were made as you can tell uh tyson fury sang two full verses and chorus of american pie was there music playing (laughs) no he was just acapella yes and let me tell you in eighth grade eighth grade or was it senior year it was senior year or yeah in senior year i took a class with mr convery framingham high school called um uh current might have been current events either way we like watched um what's that movie about motorcycles uh cars american mm, this is good i'm doing great (laughs) i'll look it up later we basically like watched it was like history but of not that long ago because history books don't get you to like the 80s 90s to that like so we were studying stuff like that so we studied that song okay and all the meaning that is in american pie and i remember always being like man even after having studied that song, you got to tell me what the first line of the next verse is or you could easily get the verses confused well, because yeah, it's yeah. just the same, but it's different. And without any music or any sort of cues, he did a great job. Now, at one point, very deep into the song where I was just looking around me alone, but I was just like, is he going <laughs> to, are we going to do the whole, is he, are we, and he didn't stop. He kept going. His mic cut out for a second. So the crowd thought that they cut him off and it was over. So instead of singing along with him as they were, they just started cheering. So then he kind of, when it came back on, he just wrapped up that verse and was like, thank you. And I'm like, oh, God, what a perfect, thank God somebody did that. (laughs) Even if it was an accident or on purpose, I don't know, but it got him to stop. That song is long. That's like at karaoke when someone stands up and they're going to do Paradise by the Dashboard Light. And you're like, how much time do we have? This is like three (laughs) songs in one. I can't do this. 
Um, a weird choice. I also had a niche tweet that I went back and forth on tweeting because I didn't think people would get it. And you, guess what? People didn't fucking get it. But I stand by it. Oh, I didn't see it. So I said that in a matter of minutes. Oh, I did see it. Tyson Fury stole titles from Deontay Wilder, Brad Marshand, and uh, Manny Pacquiao. Once I once it was explained to me, I understood it. Because he got the best sports lick. So Marshan got defeated. <laughs> and now he's the boxing karaoke star. And that was always Pacquiao's corner. Yeah. So yeah. Um, big wins for him that night. <laughs> you seem so vulnerable about this tweet. Fight sport. It's I'm funny. trying to find this movie that you're talking about. and It's, um, it's, a, about- it's American, American muscle. It's a, um, it's a classic movie. Are you talking movie. about Easy Rider? No. Not talking about Easy Rider. It's, I think it's Rider. Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, American Graffiti. Thank you. I yeah. mean, it's uh, he. Um, as soon as I said that, he knows what movie it is. <laughs> that makes sense. He's a director kind yes, of guy. Yes, it does make sense. Um, all right, hockey. Hockey. Moving on to hockey. Let's do that hockey. Let's do the <laughs> hockey. Uh, I'm sure you've heard this story by now, but if there has uh, ever been a more sports story, I don't. <laughs> I don't think there has been. Uh, it's a thing in hockey called the e-bug, the emergency backup goalie. It's a weird thing um, where sometimes you don't have a goalie, and so you need a goalie, and you call in a guy who works at Radio Shack. <laughs> That's pretty succinct. That's the most piece Radio Shack. Yeah. I saw one you in did? Miami. Really? Yeah. An, an active one? Yeah, I mean, it was nighttime. I was going to McDonald's at 1 a.m. Uh, shout out to the guy I met at McDonald's at 1 a.m., and I said, not here, because <laughs> he said uh, – Oh my God, are you Katie Nolan? I was like, no, it's 1 a.m. and we're at a McDonald's in Miami next to a radio shack. I'm certainly not that person. Um, but anyway, they might still be around. So David Ayers was a 42 year old Zamboni driver who got called in to play, not only play, but win an actual NHL game. So he spent the past few years working as a building ops manager. Um, but he's also, uh, he's a practice goalie for the AHL for the Toronto Marlies, which are the affiliates of the Maple Leafs. And he will often suit up as the Leafs' third goalie in practice. So uh, he comes to home games where he serves as the emergency goalie, but he just really gets to watch hockey for free, essentially. It's a good deal. Right. But Saturday night, the Hurricanes, who were playing against the Leafs, uh, both of their goalies got knocked out of the game. And so they were told that that guy was available, and he went in for the other team. <laughs> and then he got the W. This is incredible. Which I feel like... Which is more embarrassing? Which is you've got to quit now? Um, the Maple Leafs losing a game to a 42-year-old Zamboni driver. Their own 42-year-old right. Zamboni driver. That's, that's the worst part. Or uh, ha- getting your blood, having a man lick your blood <laughs> and then sing on your grave, leading a, a bunch of people in a song about your country. Mm. Over your over your lifeless body on national pay per view. I think <laughs> I think the wilder loss is worse. Like you just got to quit now. Yeah. Well, he's not gonna quit. I know he's, he's gonna just gonna explain. stop suiting up. Which one of those two or the Gigi Hadid tweet? Oh yeah, so that was the third <laughs> wrinkle. That was more just for the office. But when I originally pitched this question, it was like or uh, who was that at? Jake Paul. Yeah, Gigi Hadid's tweet to Jake Paul, which in which it ended with, I mean, she took the life right out of him and then she ended it with go to bed, which is like, <laughs> oh! She wrote, oh, 
go to bed. You didn't see it. Oh, Jay's got that tweet pulled up. Go ahead, Jay. LOL, because he doesn't care to. This is about. You have to say what she's replying to. So Jake Paul tweeted about her boyfriend, Zane. Yes, Zane Malik. Uh, I think it's Zane Malik, but go ahead. Yeah, that's what it is. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, He's. Oh, Jake Paul deleted the tweet. Ooh. Uh, Anyway, he said something about how Zane is lame and. Gigi goes, He LOL. said he's like back in his hotel room by himself instead of somewhere else. Right. LOL, because he doesn't care to hang with you and your embarrassing crew of YouTube groupies, dot, dot, question mark, home alone with his best friends like a respectful king because he has me, sweetie, unbothered by your irrelevant, ugly ass, go to bed. Just one note, home alone with his friends doesn't make any sense. If Kevin McAllister had been home alone with his friends, he wouldn't have been he alone. He mannequins. Right. You know? Right. I don't see why that's got to be your note. note. <laughs> you can't be home alone with your friends. It's a good point. Unless you're listening to this podcast. And then you I are think... home alone with your friends. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. I like that. Thanks. Maybe they mean like he went like home alone like without a lady. Yeah. Person. Maybe. A lady friend. He's a he respectful king. Male friends. That's right. A respectful king. The king of respect. Zane Malik. Guys, you know me. I know. You're going to mess it up. No shit. Uh, so that happened. I think e-bugs are great. I think you should go look up uh, the video of the hurricane oh, when he came around the him. corner. Yeah, in it was the locker awesome. room after the game because he he got in the game and he gave up goals on the first two shots he faced, and then they were Which like, was hey. like, oh, it's over. Yeah, and it wasn't. They're like, hey, buddy, just chill, have fun. It doesn't matter if we get blown out. This is obviously an experience for everybody, you know. And my reaction would have been like, hey, buddy, stop fixing the game for your team. If he lets two goals go in and you're like, you, hey, dude, um, yeah, we get that you're a, a Marley or whatever. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought that. I think it's weird that they have then to he, provide the, the... Then he saved the next eight. Yes. So he saved eight out of he ten. He got the win, yeah. literally. He got it. Um, he, he, but I think it's weird that you've got to provide it for the other team. I don't think you have to. I think it was just like, obviously, this game is going to end if we don't yeah. have someone go in. Here's this guy. You want him? Here's what I think. We should lean in even harder to the emergency backup goalie because uh Brian Burke commentator said something about like how stupid this is and how he doesn't like it and how they shouldn't use these guys anymore. He was like upset about a 42 year old getting a net, which I'm like, they do have to, they do. Yeah. Oh. The NHL rule dictates that the home team provide an e-bug who can fill in for either team. Wow. Well, I actually learned something on this podcast from Jay. Whoa! Um, Let's go. I think they should lean in, lean in even harder, make the emergency even more urgent. Because uh, that's how you spell it: emergency. Yeah. It's the root word. Yeah. Um, in and have it like you can't know who it's going to be. You have to when you're down with your your two goalies are both out. You have to look at the crowd and be like, putting my money on that guy. <laughs> Like, I think this lady right here is the one that's going to do it. Suit up, lady. Like, you just have that. to pick somebody at random that's in the house that night that doesn't play for either team. That's, can you do the, like, like, source the crowd in that you say, okay, who wants to do it? And then, like, gauge on you people's could. reactions. You could. some people will be like, not me. But Other I think a lot of people like, would raise their Woo! hand if they were Maple Leafs fans and then they would just want to get in net and be like, oops, I let a goal in. Like, I think uh, uh, you'd have to be... There'd have to be some sort of an integrity thing, but I think it'd be a lot better if it's just like pick a drunk fan who's the least drunk and <laughs> also has it all. Yeah, I think that's the, what they should and do. And can skate. And maybe, you know, you don't really have to saves. move too much. I mean, you know, they did say helpful. that like the goalies have to be the best skaters on the ice. Yeah. Why are you saying really that? Like position. you were a hockey goalie. Because I filled in as a hockey goalie when I played hockey. You I were played, an e-bug? Uh, 
Yeah, you know what? I kind of Oh, my was. God. Ashley Brabant, wow. famously an e-bug. Wow. That's, yeah. I'm putting that on my resume. You should. I love that for me. I love that I for was you, Are you applying for jobs? Actually? Oh, what? No, you... I mean, it's just smart to keep your resume updated at all times. Is it? Yes. Are you on LinkedIn? <laughs> I I mean, yeah. That's You can't fire me just because I'm on LinkedIn. I'm not fired. I would never. I don't actually think I can fire you. I think technically you're my boss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Neat. I don't know what's happening right now, but your lack of understanding about how you're my boss is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, all right. We have more news to get to in a second. But first, uh, today's podcast yes. is also brought to you by Indeed. Now, we only have two ad reads today, which means this is your singing ad read. So for that, I'm sorry. Ashley's been wanting to do this one for a while. This what is, is it, Ash? There was a tough realization for me oh because I thought the lyrics to this were kiss from a rose on a grave. It's not. It is the color gray. Well, he doesn't say the word color. It kissed on kissed by a rose on the gray. Yeah, not and I don't think that's right. I, I mean, I know I've seen it on multiple websites as well. What does that mean? I, I, I think I don't know. For all the think pieces we have in the world, someone must have written a think piece about why it's the gray instead of the gray. This song is iconic. It's I, I, from did you Batman know it was Forever, gray? right? No, of course I didn't know. I My just, mom thought it was kissed on the nose by the rain. So like I was way behind. I had to figure out that it was a rose, even though it's right there in the name of the song, Kiss yeah, from a is. Rose. Anyway, okay, we're doing so that. So can you do Seal, please? Sure. Thanks. Oh, what is this like the Irish version? Start your hiring process. You may have questions. I have questions. Will <laughs> you find good applicants to choose from? What about <laughs> education and experience? And how will you know you've made the right hire? Indeed, is here to help. Yeah, millions of great candidates use Indeed every day to find their next opportunity. Yeah, you can post a job in minutes and use screener questions to help create your shortlist of applicants fast. Also add skills tests to your job posts So you can be confident in your applicant's abilities Oh, the library of more than 50 skills tests Ranges from industry-specific skills like Accounting to general aptitude tests like critical thinking indeed gives you the smart tools to make hiring decisions quickly and to be confident that you're making the right hire for your team. Yeah, yeah. Post your job today. At indie.com slash Nolan. Oh, wait. <laughs> I use 
and get a free sponsored. If you guys were doing background, it would really work. A free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. That's indeed.com slash Nolan terms, conditions apply. Jay, I, if you had been doing goals, it would great, but you couldn't. And so now it's making it significantly worse and harder. Terms and conditions and exclusions apply. Offer valid through March 31st, 2020. That's indeed.com slash Nolan terms and conditions and exclusions apply. Baby, Jay cannot do background vocals, even though we do this every week. Ooh, he's fading out the song because he doesn't want to admit it, admit it. That's where you could have proven me wrong. But instead, oh you just ended the song. Now let's head on over to oh let's oh, now let's head on over to Peter Pilot to head on over to somebody else. Hi, I'm Peter Pilot. Hi. Let's head over to Ashley Brayman. I said hi for your bachelor update. Doodly do. Oh, Peter. <laughs> hi, I'm Ashley Bray. Hi. Here with your bachelor update. All right. Okay. Here's we have two weeks. We do. So I how do you want to do this? A drink and get comfortable. You want uh you want us to go un? Do you want us to leave you alone? No. All right. I'll talk for 35 minutes All right. uninterrupted. Just dive okay. in with questions. I'm when gonna we have try them. to keep it brief. Can you mention first off the top the thing you texted me last night? Oh my gosh. Crazy. Okay. So Jay, you were in the meeting yesterday when Katie came up with the idea yes. of yes. old senior The Bachelor Senior Tour. Yeah. She was Bachelor Legend. She's if like, you, you will. know what I would watch? Old people having to do this. I wrote it in the doc. Where was, like, where, it's time stamps. So my reasoning for it is, uh, is that because, um, then you, instead of all these sound bites of young 22 year olds being like, I've just, I've never been able to find love. You'd get like a 45 year old woman who's like, there's gotta be somebody out there for me, right? Like I've really tried and I'm not, you know, like you yeah. genuinely be invested yeah. in this thing. And we uh, built on this idea of being like, no, it should be grandparents who are like, I want to well, find a companion I, before I die. And I was like, I wouldn't like that. I, I don't want <laughs> to. I don't want to eliminate a Mima every week. Like, I wouldn't feel good about drafting Mima's, but it I would do, be fun to No, watch. I thought like a middle-aged, older, you know, whatever. And so then Ashley texts me. There's a promo that I'm literally telling Steve this idea. I'm like, oh, Katie came up with this great idea at work today. Blah blah blah. While we're watching the batch, while we're I laughed at it later that night. <laughs> A promo screen pops up. Yeah. Now casting seniors looking for love. It's crazy. Go to abc.com slash casting. Ooh, ooh. I, my, my brain exploded. It was like when you say <laughs> oh, a word and then Instagram sends you an yeah. ad. I'm like, yeah. is it television doing this? Yeah. yeah. Did they just hear me describe this? And now all of a sudden it's, they're like, great idea. We're making they bugged your show. They bugged your apartment. It's unbelievable. And you nudesened me. Because they bugged your apartment and they got my idea. Oh, wow. You, you said did. it louder in the class. I did. Go ahead. Wow. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. So from last week, yes, we had four women left, Hannah Ann, Madison, Kelsey, and Victoria F. And now those belong to? Hannah Ann is Jay's. Madison is yours. Ooh, Kel- ooh. Kelsey was nobody's and Victoria F. was Jay's, but redacted. Yes. Redacted. redacted. So it was hometown dates. We start with Hannah Ann, who's from Knoxville, Alabama? I think. No, I think oh, no, she's that's Knoxville. Ca- that's uh, like that's uh, Madison. Why don't you let Ashley do it? 
So we start with um, <laughs> he just raised his, his poodle eyebrows. Knoxville, <laughs> Tennessee. He raised his little poodle eyebrows. Like, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost her. We've lost her. Don't put tape on that. You can't make me your, <laughs> your highlighter looks fantastic. Thank you. I know. She's like, I don't even know what part of my face that yeah, is you're referring like, to. Oh, I thought you meant... Yeah, it's fine. Um, okay. So Hannah Ann is like, my dad's in forestry and he's really tough. Excuse me? So you need to be like a tough guy. Because I've got to be like I have a, a tree dad, man. so I need you to be... So you need to come into this strip mall and throw axes at the wall with me. Do you have a blue oxen? Because if you do... Oh, God. Or a blue ox is just, just the oxen, one. Just yeah, oxen is multiple. Do you have babe, multiple blue oxes? Just, babe, the blue ox. So okay, they go axe throwing. Yeah. Um, it's embarrassing. Okay. It's, it's not great. But then, I, if you recall, Hannah Ann had written a list of like this is a man that, that tried like, to get on a golf cart and pierced his head with a with a cocktail. Yeah. We gave him an axe. Yes. Great. Love yes. that. Um. So Hannah Ann in the last episode had written a list of things I love about you with a, the heart over the eye. So Peter was like, "Here, I wrote a list." For you and they like went through this list and I'm like this is terrible Awful, and boring. so boring. Wouldn't um, it be like that on the senior tour. Mm-mm. That's right. It'd be real. That's yeah. right. The, the font would be real big. We could read it from the camera. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so then he they goes, would take out their phones on dates and use the flashlight yeah. to read the menu. <laughs> oh yeah, God, love that. Um, so it was very un- unremarkable. They go to meet the family. And Peter tells, Oh, and senior tour, that's meeting the kids. That's much different. That's I love totally that. Different. I love that. Sorry, go ahead. Um, Peter tells both Hannah Ann's mom and dad that like, Oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm falling in love with your daughter and I'm going to tell her tonight. And the dad's like, no, 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 no. Don't say that because there's still four women and I don't want you to break her heart. Don't tell her yeah. that you're falling in love with her. And that's like, you know. It's I like her. that because normally parents are like, that's so great. Like yeah. they're playing some role on TV, not realizing that they look like bad actual parents because mm-hmm. a good parent would be like, don't tell my kid you love her till you're only dating her. Yeah. And yeah. The, and Peter's like, yeah, I hear you. And then he goes, and he did it. Hannah and I'm falling in love with what you. What a dick. Peter. 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 Uh, we talked about this, Peter. Yeah. It was, it was just blew right through that stop of sign. Of course. So they're like, yay, we love each other, blah, blah, blah. Um, then we go to Auburn with Madison and her, she lives like behind the campus, like mm. on the campus of Auburn, takes him into the arena. Charles Barkley comes up on the jumbotron and is like, Hey, Peter and Madison. And, and like, I am 75% sure Peter had no idea who Charles Barkley no. was. No, shut up. <laughs> like pretty sure. He's like, cool. Is that your dad? <laughs> that's Charles Barkley. And he goes, wow. And you're like, oh, oh no. He's oh. like, he's like, the guys who sing crazy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm then- like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so then Bruce Pearl comes out, who's the current coach of the Auburn men's basketball team. Okay. And it's because her Madison's dad is like an assistant coach or operations sure, sure, person, sure. like yeah, on the yeah, staff, yeah. and like they Bruce Pearl's probably like, "What is this nonsense?" He was like really into it. Oh yeah, because I think he he genuinely knows Madison. Okay, but they decided that for their date they were going to like actually play basketball, but like okay. do drills. Fun. So they're like they're doing like you know the spider Why between not the just legs, play the horse legs or something. Too. Well, they, I mean they Spring shot flirty. a little bit, but like. It's it was embarrassing how much better she was than him. Well, obviously she, was like she plays basketball. But like when they say, "Oh, this contestant played blank," you're like, 
okay, were they on their like the backup yeah. on their middle school team? Yeah. She could actually like I believe handle it. the ball. Yeah. I was impressed. Peter was Oh, it was mm. hard. It was hard to watch. You, she just did a marionette thing. It's <laughs> just so, you know, a little, audio little, medium. All right, yeah, it was bad. Um, so then, when we go to meet her parents, uh, pretty revelatory. Sure, mm, great. I love that. Um, we find out that Madison has made the They're decision. They're dead. To, <laughs> ooh, wow. Big reveal. Ghosts. They are <laughs> resting in the most peace. Uh, it's Not Charles. Resting. They're Bar- out and about. It's Charles Barkley. <laughs> Big revelatory moment. It's Charles oh, Barkley. God. Um, we find out Madison is saving herself for marriage. She has not shared this with Peter. Also, what what are you what are you doing going on the Bachelor? The if you're saving yourself for marriage. Well, this right this we're gonna dive ring. into this. Hold those questions because okay. we're gonna dive into I'm this just, after I feel this week's sadness episode. on the inside. The sadness I felt was when her dad literally described her to Peter as pure. Yeah, like, she's so yuck, pure. Yuck, I'm like, oh, gross. Yuck, yuck. She does vibes. Her mom is like, so have you talked to him about like the choices you've made for yourself? And she's like, not yet. Not, so not, she, I'm going to wait to bring it up till the part where we bang each other. That's pretty much what happens. Aye, aye, so it's, it's very obvious that like they are on two different pages when it comes to their religious beliefs, okay. but they don't address them in this episode. Great. Then we go to Iowa with Kelsey. We can Yuck. fly right through this. The I important things this you person. need to know. She was the champagne gate, the one that had champagne all over her face. Oh my God. She She's still in this it. Far. Yeah. Good for so her. So they do very, you know, famously Iowan things like stomp on Corn. grapes and make wine. Okay. And then, um, eat crab rangoon, which Peter has never had. <laughs> These are both Iowan things. This is like what she shows him. Love She's that. Like, Here's some crab rangoon. Here's what Iowa does. Steals from other cultures. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Neat. Um, she says, She's in love with him. She's fully in uh, love with him. And he's like, my heart is falling. And I'm like, yikes. that's not a good sign. What does that mean? My I don't heart is know. falling? I don't know. You should pick it up. So then we get to Victoria F. The hottest girl from? Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. So here's my first issue. We start with her on the beach with her dog. Okay. She's there like playing fetch. Poodle? A very good boy. Not a Corgi? Poodle. No, it's got to be like a golden, right? No, it was a, it was, no, I can no, picture like having a, a Yorkie, lab. like a teacup Yorkie. Like a little... Oh. A little Hairier than a black lab baby. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I can't remember. Oh. Like shaggy is what I meant. Okay. Um, oh, so maybe it's like one of the long-haired like black labs. Maybe. Like a. Okay, maybe, maybe, it's a, maybe it's like a Chesapeake. <laughs> is it a Chesapeake Bay Retriever? Mm. This was two weeks ago, and my brain has already filtered out this. All right. Well, that seems like the, the most important, important thing. How could you not to remember know, the okay, dog? Is whatever. that Peter shows up, and then she, she just stops paying attention to the dog. Okay. So the dog just goes in the water and starts swimming up to a stranger, and you're like. Go get your dog. The dog's just chilling, and she's just like clearly it's faking, not even my dog. <laughs> faking being a good yeah, dog. This is parents. someone else's dog. It he was, just thinks I'm hot. It was, <laughs> it was hard to watch. Yeah. You know how they, dogs know how people are hot. They walk <laughs> along a boardwalk and go take like old timey photos. Neat. Which I have to confess, I'm weirdly into. I think those are very fun. All right, you don't I have would to confess. Very you much like to, to go. Yeah, and of I course you want to go to Pioneer Town and take a photo with a musket with your All family. All right, guy who wants to go back to the gladiator days <laughs> and watch two men that are poor I, fight till they die. Since Tyson Fury, I recant that. Continue. Oh, wow. I said thank you for having me back. Yeah, I got you. Um, then there's a country concert. I forget who the person is. Did she f*** this guy too? Or? No. Oh, that's she big. She didn't. But he sings a song about how I don't want God, what is it? Shoot. I don't want easy. I want crazy. And you're like, oh, this is foreshadowing. Yikes. So after this concert, which goes very well, they have a so lovely day. So what a day. terrible song. Um, 
we see a blurry faced woman approach Peter. Oh, Turns like an, out. like, I'm sorry. Is that the way you're describing her? Did no, they, they blur out her face? face? I don't know. She's, her face was just like blurry. blurry. I don't know. It's, it's like, all like, is that an eye or your cheek? Yeah. Sure. You know, it all kind of she had vague features. Um, she approaches Peter. Did Turns they, out. Did they distort her voice? This is no, this Hello, is his. Peter. <laughs> I mean, we could talk. We could do that if you oh, want to. Oh, it was she's, the hardest, she's not even the hottest girl in Virginia Beach. Here's a photo. So it's his ex, Marissa, from like years ago. Whoa! But what's she doing in Virginia good? Beach? So she, I guess, was from there, moved to LA. That's when she dated Peter, and recently moved back in the last like couple of years. Like things are going well for her. She moved back, and she said she like had mutual friends with. uh Victoria, Victoria, thank you. I was going to call Virginia her Virginia. F. I really was. Might That's well. where my brain went. Virginia um, B. And she was like, she's not. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> so he said, Virginia B is. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, she's. Oh, what was I saying? Oh, she said, just be careful. She's not. She's probably not showing you her true colors. Well, and then like is very hesitant to like say, say more, more, which is annoying. Very annoying. But like. Eventually says she's broken up a lot of relationships, which if you follow any of the spoilers on like reality, Steve, I don't, but I've seen some people tweet about it and it's like come up in like articles that I read. Apparently she has a history of like being a homewrecker and like breaking up marriages. Marriage. Reality Steve said that not my husband, different Steve. I was going to say real, real Steve and reality <laughs> separate, Steve, two very different. <laughs> separate Steve said that he's never gotten more like bad information like sent to him not bad information but information negative That's to right. her but like good and in, good intel intel ne- that is of a negative nature in a negative light right about any contestant in wow. any season than he has about victoria f mm. so apparently she is trash yeah and we kind of do see this in just a moment we sure do so she says the marissa says this to peter after they've already split he's already split with virginia b before like he goes <laughs> to meet her family so the next scene is him going to her house and they're like standing outside and he's like, we need to talk before and we go inside, before we go inside. So he sits down and he's he's says to her, hey, I need to tell you what happened. This person came up to me. She said she knows you. He throws her right under the bus by saying who it is. Right. It's like she told me that Good like, thing we blurred her face. I know. By right. Her. Here's her name. And now she's all over. And the she internet. knows you. And I dated her. So, you know, her too. Um, She said that you have a history of breaking up relationships like what? Can What's we up? talk about it? Mm. And Victoria P just F. F loses her mind. Yeah. And I made you watch this clip before so, uh, we yeah. came in because I knew you'd do a better job summarizing Well, Ashley made me watch this clip. A thing that people have been doing lately ever since, I don't know, a certain election or something have been using the word gaslighting. And it's to the point where people are overusing it. Um, this was actually <laughs> uh, like 101. Yeah. It was very triggering for me as someone who many years ago dated a, a, a manipulative uh, person that when you – so Peter basically brought up to her this issue and she right away started with the like, what? I can't believe you're asking me this. And then he was like, well, can you answer it basically? Like, yeah. He's like, are you hungry? And she was like, are you kidding me <laughs> right now? She like goes through even. all these emotions. She started with like – angry then she made it like i can't believe you'd believe marissa over me which like well i can't because you haven't answered yet so i don't know i don't have two stories i just have marissa's you're getting very defensive and then she was like oh my i need to i can't right now and like walks away and it's just like you've manufactured this controversy that ends up peter ends up apologizing for Mm -hmm. and giving her a rose because it's like 
he is made to feel like he's attacking her instead of like he he to his credit and I don't give him lots uh he is going to her with an issue I know it's all stupid drama but it's he's saying hey I heard this thing she could have just been like that's not true or she could have been like yeah it's actually something I, I that happened that I don't I hate it I hate that about me but I fell in love with someone and thought it was love and it he was married and I've learned my lesson and that's not me as a person it's just you can't help who you love you could talk yourself out of anything, if you are, if you show genuinely that you've examined this part of your personality, everybody has mistakes. Mm-hmm. You don't, it's like as soon as somebody points out that she's not perfect, she like destructs, like she just explodes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where instead of being like, yeah, you know, I'm not perfect and, uh, I've done a lot of work on myself and I'm not proud of that time of my life, but I, I'm glad that that girl told you that because now you can know actual me and I can tell you that I've make, made mistakes and I will continue to make mistakes. But, uh, I, I think love is about finding someone who you can help each other through your mistakes. Boom. He's back in. Yeah. Instead, she accuses him Instead, like, she you came here out. about You're to meet You're basically my saying that you'd rather fight with me than meet my family. And he's like, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying are these words. <laughs> Do you break up homes? <laughs> and what you're saying is, are you key? I can't eat. Oh my God. She's like, like, I was just about to tell you that I like adore you. Like, yeah. I was going to tell you that I loved you. Which, and you did again, this. dating a manipulative person. Yeah. It's almost like when you break up with them because you're starting to feel insane and they say, I was just about to propose to you as if you're supposed to process that information and go, Oh, well then let's go back a few minutes and not have this fight. It's so manipulative to yeah. say, well, I was just about to tell you I love you and then you brought up a valid concern with my past and now you've cost yourself my love. It's like, no, honey. Yeah. No, Virginia B. That's not what <laughs> happened. And Peter's like, you know what? Love this. Love this. Love this. Let me, me give you a, let me get, you, hold on. Let me grab you a rose real quick. So she, like not in the moment, but she comes to his hotel to like apologize and doesn't actually apologize. The whole thing's Shocking. terrible. Mm. We get to the rose ceremony. We have to fly because I just realized it's late. All right, go. Um, oh shit. Yeah. Um, he Ow. sends Kelsey home. He keeps Victoria F. Bachelor Nation furious. At the end of the rose ceremony, uh, Madison pulls him aside at the end of the episode, and we're like, "Oh, she's going to tell him that she's saving herself." Spoiler alert: she doesn't. Nope. At the start of this episode, she instead is like. I don't want to give you an ultimatum, but it would be really hard for me if you got intimate with any of the other women um, during fantasy suites. That'd be really hard for me. That's asking a lot. Yeah. And and Peter's like, I just want to be clear. Like, you can't move forward with this if I if I sleep. Do with the rules of the and game. She's like, well, I don't want to say that, but like, it would be really hard for me and blah, 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 blah. So that's the whole overarching theme for this most recent episode. Um, he goes on a date with Hannah Ann that's unremarkable except for there's really loud water. I'm like, did someone okay. mic up the water? That's What's strange. happening? That's really weird. Um, they're in they Australia. Have, they have, they're in Australia. Yes, Jay. You can do the accent later. Um, <laughs> they, they have no chemistry. None. But none. she's like not Madison? problematic at all. No, Hannah Ann. Oh. They save, so they save Hannah Ann for last. The biggest, no, they save no. Madison for last. They make the women stay together in the same Sweet. They don't normally do that. And never once before in the history. So he's banging them in the same suite? No, no, no. They go bang somewhere else and uh, they come back and the other two women sure. are there. Got it. That's so awful. They, like, Chris Harrison went on a podcast and explained it saying that like we had to force Madison's hand to make her tell him 
these things because she, she hadn't and so like making her face the women and seeing them come back the, the morning oh, after so like it was terrible it's so, so hard mean. watching her like melt down yeah and there's there's a lot there's a lot of split because essentially okay he goes with Hannah and they probably had they have like a titanic recreation scene oh god it's yeah, do they know how that ended on the frosted glass yeah. do they it's, know how it ended <laughs> well they didn't Set out matter. to recreate it. Doesn't it doesn't matter. It's he stupid. has a date with Victoria F. They don't discuss her past at all. He goes, I love everything about our relationship except the communication. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? What? And she's like, we haven't even fought yet. And I'm like, what? Yikes. But they, you know, whatever. They have a great day. They talk. They work through it. No, they don't. And they then they go have probably have sex. That's why she's still around. I'm yeah, sorry. Exa- that's I, why he saved I, her. We yeah. know that. So then he goes on this date with Madison and she finally tells him that she was saving herself for marriage and she's like, it would be really hard for me to accept a proposal and know that like six days ago you slept with someone else. Which is fair like, in reality. Very, it's like, not really fair in Bachelor Kingdom, but it's fair in reality. Both sides yeah, have very valid sides. points. Yeah. Um, Good and bad on both sides. Yeah. And Peter's like, wait, I didn't like, I didn't realize how like, I, yeah. This is, you can't spend this on me now. You told me sooner. And he's like, I, you know, I'm the windmill guy. That's my thing. Yeah. I bang a lot of times. We don't know why or how. Yeah. This is, we don't have clarity on the exact times, but it's, we don't know how we count them, but we do count them. (laughs) When Um, does it stop? And when does it stop? Who's to say? Nobody knows. (laughs) Who's to say? So yeah, they basically cry. You realize like, okay, Peter obviously loves her more than everyone, but she's like, I'm not okay with this. Right. And she walks away and that's how the episode ends. Yikes. So. We see a promo. We see the other two at the rose ceremony. They're like, where's Maddie? She's not there. Um, my theory is that Madison self-eliminates. And we've talked about this. I think she self-eliminates. Which still to me sounds like self-immolates, which mm-hmm. isn't that when you light yourself on fire. Mm-hmm. It's just so much funnier. Well, you know? <laughs> she self-immolates and uh, he comes to her rescue. She yeah. self-exfoliates, comes back but with he doesn't, skin. He doesn't understand that oil actually doesn't help fire. He meant yeah. to grab water and then he just makes things worse. That sounds like Peter. It, it does sound Peter like Peter. Pilot. He's looking for a co-pilot and she can't have one that's on fire. That's right. <laughs> Famously. Bad right. on airplanes. Fire. Not Ghost Rider. Planes. You know? Um, so she self eliminates, I think. Peter's like, I can't, uh, she's the one. He sends the other two home. Then he spends the next however many weeks or months trying to convince her mm. to come back with Wait, him. Wait, so Kelsey's gone? Kelsey's, yeah, he's I sent forgot her home about that. Sorry. Um, Got and it. then he proposes at the, after the That's final your prediction. That's, that's my prediction. So those are, that's gonna keep that separate. That's editorializing from Ashley. Those that's are her right. opinions. Doodly do. Doodly do. Nice <laughs> bachelor update. We have, we have three minutes. Um, so let's talk about just Madison Bumgarner and then we will move women's national team because that's a story that's going to keep updating, but I will urge you to go look it up. Um, cause they had to put out, right? There was like a deposition or whatever it's called. What's the, um, they had to do the disclosure where they put out all of the yeah, they evidence put out all and the documents and evidence in advance of summary judgment. There is a lot of stuff in there that's going to make you mad. <laughs> so either read it if you're ready to get fired up or ignore it because it's going to make you angry. But it's something you should get familiar with because we're going to have a lot of updates on that coming up. The summary judgment hearing is on March 30th. Madison Bumgarner is what we need to talk about before we end this podcast. And then we have to do the erotic news of the week. Oh, my gosh. If you haven't heard the story, Madison Bumgarner has been for the past few years, question mark, been competing in rodeo events as Mason Saunders. It's apparently a thing that people who go to the events know. They recognize him. They all film him when he's on a horse. But weirdly, we can't find any video of Madison Bumgarner competing and winning in these things. Um, His name, Mason Saunders, comes from his wife's maiden name. And then Madison, which is short for, I mean, Mason is a shortened version of Madison. Yeah. 
I guess. That's, sure. Sure. Just cut out some letters. Yeah, just not like in a nicknamey kind of way, but <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah, people, it's funny because a lot of people thought that he left San Francisco for Arizona so that he could be closer to his horses. And he's like, that's bullshit, but I do really love having my horses close. <laughs> like, All right. Uh, and he kind of, it was funny. It was in the athletic. It was a great article because they didn't add too much to it. It was just like, this happened. Here's your crazy story. But you can tell within the story that Madison Bumgarner is kind of angry at the reporters because he's like, yeah, nobody knew about it. Till now. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll remember that, uh, in 2017, Madison Bumgarner, also known as Mason Saunders, uh, missed three months of the season because he injured his shoulder in a dirt bike accident. And at the time, you know, quote unquote dirt bike accident, we don't know. Right. Dirt bike is actually what I call horses. Oh, um, but, uh, he was like, sorry, it's a stupid decision. And yet yeah, probably does violate my contract to do something like this because it's, We've talked about this before. Baseball players get the weirdest injuries doing the most basic human tasks. So to know that a baseball player is out there testing fate by riding horses and or dirt bikes. I mean, if you give him a million dollar contract, you're probably not going to be happy about it. Uh, I can say that and also recognize that people deserve to have hobbies. Um, the Internet doesn't quite feel the same. So there are a lot of people right now saying that this is a violation of his contract and that the team should do something about it. The Athletic and other people followed up and asked the GM if they were aware that he was participating in rodeo events. They said that they were not, which certainly sounds like baseball's way of being like, I don't love I'm finding this out from a reporter. Yeah. I will be speaking with him about it. But then they later did say they're professional athletes. They're grown adults. They have lives outside of the game. Interesting thing I found in this article is that Bumgarner was like basically asked if this is just something he does for fun and he said no uh, he was like no matter what hobbies I have I take them serious it's just my personality I don't do anything just for fun per se I wish I did <laughs> and I was like that resonates because <laughs> people are like what are your hobbies I'm like tweeting about sports writing jokes working on my show I what do you mean hobbies I don't understand puzzles we're getting puzzles. into puzzles but then I get really serious about yeah, them I we take you're the same way um, so that happened. You should know that because what a story. Uh, Jay, let's head over to Jay for the erotic news of the week. Hi. Hi. I'm Jay Wolf, and this is the erotic news of the week. It's so loud. Uh, a Romanian soccer coach who turns out is a controversial figure believes that his team is losing due to having too much sex. Uh, his name is Gigi Bucali, and he owns Bucharest's football club FCSB. It used to be known by Stua Bucharest. You know, we're out of time, so I wouldn't get into what they used to be known as and maybe well, get to the sexy part of the story. He said, my players are making love with their girlfriends too often. That's why they aren't playing football so well recently. Uh, he then looked at a different team's coach named Dan Petriscu, who is apparently quite good at keeping his players' sexual lives in check. All right. And said, look at Dan Petriscu. See if our players have sex only once a week. They meet with women only once a week. Meet with women? Are these conjugal visits? Oh my gosh. Uh, the officials from that team could not be reached for comment. Uh, this CFR, which sounded like you said C if our, but CFR is the name CFR of the team. CFR is the name of the yeah. team, yeah. which he's lauding for their Got ability it. to restrict to their not players' right. meetings with women, so to speak. Great. Uh, I did a little research on this man and he, uh, is the worst. Okay. Um, he, uh, well, that was abrupt. Yeah, we're going to cut the music for this part because this is just me being mad about this person who okay. gets to own this team. Erotic, again, this is erotic news of the week. Go yes. Ahead. Well, Sorry, that was the erotic ahead. news, and now we're in the offshoot. You don't have homophobia news of the week. It's not a segment that you get to do. <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. He uh, was once asked if um, UEFA were, were forcing him to form a women's football team in Romania. He said, I'll quit football. Uh, the article 
Ben says, says Bacali, who was convicted of kidnap and once received an award for being the most homophobic person in Romania. I have questions about who gave the award out <laughs> yes, so and why I. we're calling it an award. <laughs> you can't do things against God's will, he added. Okay, I'm done uh, with this guy. Yeah. He's not getting any more time in He's our podcast. He's getting no more time. Is that it? Are He's you done? Worst. That's the end of the erotic news. Thanks for um, adding the erotic news. You made us uncomfortable and then even more uncomfortable somehow. And mad. And we bring the music back, which is exactly what I was hoping would happen. Uh, we don't have time for another voicemail, right? Do we have till 2.45? Oh, I thought we had till 2. We do. I just emailed and asked. And well, oh, my bad. I was guessing. I didn't meet. Did you have any more you wanted to say about that piece of garbage? No. no. A piece of garbage. A lot of time, we hear soccer headlines about coaches trying to limit the sex of their players a bunch. Comes yeah. up yeah. a lot. Yeah. All right, don't make that face because I, I said just, the word comes. Okay. It comes up. Nothing. That's not any, sexual. Anything. I didn't say it around comes this a lot. Time of I said the, it comes okay. up a lot. Anything around this time of the podcast, we just need to be very careful with. The I think words you we're just using. need to not make eye contact. Okay. I that's think it's fair. weird that anybody cares about. You shouldn't have sex. I think it's been proven you shouldn't have sex right before a game because it's like running a mile or something. Someone's done the math because. We can't have men, we can't do research into men having birth control because God forbid we limit their sexual drives, but we can do research into when they, how often and when they can have sex and what it equates to in terms of mileage of running. Anywho, uh, there was, I believe the Mexican coach, the Mexican national coach a couple of years ago, like restricted his team during the World Cup from being able to have sex. And that was a headline. It's just always a headline. And it's so like a dumb. warlock too. A warlock? Something about yeah, a warlock. some team brought in a warlock. I don't know if that was sex related. Uh, no, I think that was just separate. That was just You're just Mexico, trying to move on? What? No. She's just trying to bring up so warlocks. It's a weird, it's a weird way to find out Ashley. Magic. It's a weird way to find out Ashley thinks warlocks are erotic. Yeah, uh, grand warlock. So on, you've always known Ashley me. wants to bang Merlin, and now this is how I find out. Uh, all right, Jay. I think we have time. Check out my bookshelves. I think, oh God! Excuse me. Excuse me? No, don't worry about it. Keep going. I think we have time for one more voicemail, Jay. Hi, Katie, oh. Ashley, and Jay. This is Adam from Iowa. Oh, where they have crab rangoon. Anna for getting me into the pod, and then I got my dad Mike into the pod. Woo! What up, my Mike? My question is, I just got retweeted by Ian Carmel. Ooh. What's something that you think is super cool that's happened to you that everyone else is just kind of like, meh? All right. Love you. Mean it. Oh, there's a good answer to this question somewhere. I just haven't thought it. I'll find it later once the podcast mm. is over. Dang. Well, Do you have one so I can think I about I mean, mine? it didn't really like happen to me. I was born this way, but did you guys what? have 2010 vision? Okay. It's enough now. Like, that's Everyone that's else is kind cool. of like meh. It's I think not it's super cool, cool because someday something's going to happen to you. Well, you're not going to have that anymore. So I have to talk about it for as long as I can. I do have to go see an eye doctor. Like, yes. Last time you got tested, I'm like, yes. I, I have to squint now. So I'm you very good to go to the eye doctor because <laughs> yes. you're holding on to these old tests. That's results. me. That's the absolute that's wrong. That's the absolute wrong thing. I've actually read uh, studies about why we do this as humans. We're like, you avoid going to the doctor because you don't want to hear the bad thing you definitely know is true. Yeah. And it's like, well, it doesn't make the bad thing not true. So you. You have to go to the doctor. Could you imagine if they told me I needed glasses? What, like, what would I do? I'd throw a party. I would. I I'd mean, be throwing a party. I'd probably have to quit and you, like, retire. Also, but right? I mean, we've found that you look cute in glasses. Here's why oh, I do. I right. sound like I'm being a dick, and here's why: because Ashley, this is Ashley's thing that she leans into. <sighs> To be a monster. She heel turns on this. <laughs> She'll put on my glasses and be like, these look really cute on me. It's so sad that I'll never need them. And I'm like, wow, I clearly need them. And they don't look cute on me. Why are you being yes, a monster? Stop it. You just turn into a monster about your eyesight. And so the day you need glasses, I'm going to take you to Warby uh, Parker. And I'm going to be like, let's pick out all, like through your sobbing. <laughs> I'm going to help you find a pair. I can't wait. Jay, do you have a, a good thing that you were excited about that nobody cares about? Oh, mine is similar. It's uh, 
that I used to be a DJ. That's like cool to me, and everybody else is like, "Shut That's up!" That's cool to you. Yeah, it is cool. <laughs> All right, it is cool. Um, I wait, don't it know, was like in now school? it's kind of embarrassing. Like, no, like professionally, you got paid. Yeah, to be a DJ. Yeah, when I was what twenty-two until I was, was like twenty-five. Your DJ name was it just? Ooh, D- I can't tell you that. J. Nope. Get it. No, that's D- another podcast. DJ time. is funny. I was going to say DJ Tanner. That DJ Tanner is a name. good DJ name. That's really, good. that's really good. What was it? You have no, to, no, no, no. You have to tell us. I certainly do not. DJ Poodle on the on the ones and <laughs> on the decks. <laughs> DJ Poodle. That's why I'm so good at playing sounds. Uh, I guess my cool thing that happened to me, I was little, but I got to be principal for the day of my school. Tell us more about that. And I, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was in, uh, let's see. That was at my, it was at Dunning. So I was at least in second grade. I think it was third grade. I got to be the principal. So it was only for a half a day, but I got to like walk around. I didn't have to go to class. I like walked around and visited all the classes as the principal. I did the morning announcements. I remember the morning announcement story. Yeah. And I got to, you know, I got to tell my vice principal to do stuff for me. It was an adult. So it was kind of cool. Uh, I was principal for a day. Yeah, get me a juice box. But most people are like, whatever. <laughs> I also got a scholarship from D.A.R.E. because guys, drugs aren't cool. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. I went home and um, found my D.A.R.E. certificate and uh, brought it back home and <laughs> to with it the other day. <laughs> there was a real... You bleep that. Just like blanked a blank with it the other day. Uh, bleep was... it literally, Christina. There was a real market for D.A.R.E. t-shirts, I feel like. Yeah, that's. I wish I had a t-shirt. I just instead have the certificate that says that I graduated there, which just makes me look like a cop. <laughs> also, uh, uh, I think every time I get followed by somebody, I mean, I, it's too close to the answer that Adam gives, but like when Mo Salah followed me, I was like, oh my God! And people were, were like, why we does this matter? Why do we care? <laughs> it's, it's I mean, you guys knew why it mattered, but like people in my life were like, okay. Who? I'm like, what do you mean? Who? Uh, it's a lot of that happened. I'm like, oh my God, this person retweeted me. And someone's like, do you have a life? I'm like, no. What do you, why'd you have to ruin <laughs> yeah, that right one. away? <laughs> yeah, this is it. So, ding. All right, guys, that's it for this week's edition of sports. Shout out to Theragun and Indeed. Shout out to the SV pod, SVP odd with Scott Van Pelt. New episodes are available every week and I bet they're shorter than three hours. I bet because they don't even waste an extra pee on the pod so it's just like they got they're very concise big thanks to you guys for listening now and again later when you get home I know last week we uh, uploaded the pod twice for you so you could listen to it multiple times on multiple platforms without having to repeat it so that's great um uh you should listen to us on multiple platforms. That's what we, you know, talk about. Let's do maybe two or three this week. Another homework assignment for you in the uh, subreddit, which you guys are doing great. And Jay, great job. Maybe not being. I in didn't it anymore. post a single time. Okay, but not as Jay from sports. But I maybe you were no, not. I don't Jay use. From I'm not Kevin Durant. Here's the thing. Uh, we're gonna. It's we're coming up on third month crazy time. Mm-hmm. Our next podcast will be third month crazy time. It shall. So the what we're gonna. Five. What we would love is a is a thread. <laughs> I know there's five weeks in March. That's a there's lot of brackets. Five Tuesdays. That's a we lot of brackets. Help. So we need you guys to give us bracket suggestions. Things you'd like to see us do brackets for in third month crazy time. Uh, so do that and also leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which by the way, we read and we love them like this one from Jay Daly 2019 that says, wow, this is a paragraph. 
This podcast with these three lovely folks has given me great company as I move into life as a stay-at-home mom. In the early baby days when having him outside seemed frightening, I would only allow myself to listen if I was outside with the baby. And because I didn't want to stop listening mid-episode, I quickly started walking further every week, gaining strength and confidence along the way. Now with every new pod, my son and I get out of the house and walk until the episode is over. So basically two to seven hours. (laughs) This group is fun and funny, but they're also really knowledgeable and no sports, question mark, better than most. I've learned a ton from them. For all these reasons, I'm here to stay. Love them mean it oh my I'm god sobbing oh my god shout out to jay daily 2019 and little baby daily <laughs> that's so 2020 cute. can i also give a shout out really quick somebody dm'd me on instagram and said they just found out they're gonna be a dad but they couldn't tell anybody yet and they just decided to tell me and i'm Yay! super pumped for you congratulations, congratulations random person. i'm not gonna say your name that's so exciting yeah, you're that's, gonna be a dad that's awesome and Pablo Torre is a dad. Yes. Congratulations yes. to him. To yes. little baby Violet who's adorable. She's so oh, cute. the best. Uh, lastly, don't forget, you can always leave a, a voice. Do it again Shit. for the man. Do okay. it again for the man yeah. who just found out he's going to be a dad. You owe this to him. Okay. You're not okay. going to say okay. this. This is for him. Leave a voicemail. Nice. Woo! 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mean it. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.